The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, remotely. <laughs> I am one. I am one of the hosts, Lowdown Brown. With me, as always, is Fu Hunter. Quarantine edition. <laughs> mm, quarantine bitches. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're, I, I feel uh, like uh, I almost wanted to make it sound like I'm talking through a fucking like mask, like how's it going? You know, just because <laughs> the way it's going now, and the subject we're going to talk about tonight. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're in for uh, you're in for another killer or filler, and uh, we've got a treat for you. Speaking of talking through masks, we are going to discuss George Romero's 1973 The Crazies and the 2010 remake by Breck Eisner, and uh, we'll kind of give you our input on how we feel about the original and how we feel about the remake, and is it a killer or is it a filler? And given the current state of affairs, I mean, I'm waiting for someone to come to the fucking door and say, "Get in the truck." <laughs> Well, I think the movie's relevant in two ways, because besides just being a fucking virus movie, um, the longer motherfuckers stay in their houses, the fucking crazier they're going to get. So, all the actions that happen in both the original and the remake, that's because of the virus, that might just be another week of motherfuckers sitting at home, (laughs) not being able to get out, start fucking stabbing motherfuckers with sewing needles and shit, so... And, like, the fuck... And that's, like... in the wake of the governor saying lockdown till the end of April. So for yeah. those who are outside of Virginia, uh, Governor Northam just said end of April, shut down beaches, state parks, everything. Like motherfuckers are going to go crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. This, this is kind of a combo of both A, virus, and B, just people losing their shit after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, thankfully, I'm still able to work. So I get out of the house a little bit and they we at work, there's measures. We've got crazy measures. They, Temperature. They take temperatures for everyone on the way in. I oh mean, shit! Oh dude, yeah, no, they they're are. not fucking around, dude. Not trying. Well, I mean, they're not <laughs> trying to have that shit come in, right? If you got an elevated temperature, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, go home. Go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm right now playing the role of uh, Will Smith in uh, I Am Legend, where I just go to my job that it's just me and walk around a empty building. Oh, <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucking weird. Like you know the scene when uh on uh. I am legend when he's walking around Times Square and it's fucking dead and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's usually packed with motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just walking around the lobby of my theater, fucking echo and nothing. Oh man, that's got to be fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So this is the first uh, from the mouths of madness. We are doing it remotely. Um, you know, we at each other's house, so you might hear some additional noises because you know we're not in our area for yeah. recording it might turn so. into like a kevin smith one where all of a sudden it's like shaggy shut the fuck up shaggy yeah he exactly just, he starts yelling at his fucking dog oh like which i find really fucking entertaining but i know some people get irritated where he's just like yeah. he's making this like really valid points like oh um, and when you look at it, shaggy shut the fuck up anyhow like that happens so <laughs> yeah it might actually happen so <laughs> i have three animals i was gonna and... say i did think i might have heard a slight dog bark in the background but yeah, we have a we have a Chihuahua, and uh, as anybody knows, Chihuahuas are a bit yappy. Mm-hmm. So dealing with that, but you know, we doing what we do, and we wanted to keep recording. A, we get to at least talk to 
people outside of our house and yes yes we are still getting to talk about things we love and we're which which i mean i didn't realize how much i was i would i had that until i don't have it as much it really is <laughs> like that too <laughs> like holy fuck so you know and we know other people like i'm really upping my podcast and i'm checking out new ones that have been on the list that i haven't so you know if people have just checked this out for the first time thank you for listening we hope we are helping you get through this with some awesome horror stuff and you know, The Crazies, again, is a perfect movie because it's fucking virus and it's, they're, you know, they're, I mean, I, I'm going to say that now. They're both good. We'll get into which one I think is better all right. towards the end. But, uh, yeah. I mean, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's dig into it. We got 1973 George Romero. So, let's see. His took place during Vietnam yep. era, you know, so there's a lot of, again, trope with Romero. Lots of social commentary. Lots it was, of it was bef- right before Dawn of the Dead, right? Wasn't this the movie he did before it, right? It was this, and then right after that's when he started working on Dawn of the Dead. Am I wrong? Yeah, so I think it was Night Living Dead, Martin, and then this, and then Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. Or did I get Martin and this I, I thought, for, for some reason, I thought this was, again, somebody will pipe in and tell me we're full of shit, and they'll be like, True. no, actually, I'm just yeah. saying, like, there's a lot of similarities when it comes to some of the characters, and kind of the political stance on stuff with oh, this definitely. going into Dawn of the Dead. So. Oh, definitely. Uh, this is more just like the mass hysteria. People just... Now, they don't really so much show people just complying. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck out of my house. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, why are you in my town? <laughs> Shutting down schools and all this other shit. But uh, it's definitely... There was that one hippie chick who like just walks up to the dudes in the suits... And it's just like trying to, and she's like, hi. She's like, hey, party. And <laughs> yeah. to the head. I still like, like I said, I still like the fucking uh, grandmother or whatever. And they walk in like, come on, ma'am. And she's like, oh, and she smiles and walks up and just starts fucking stabbing a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that the, the grin on her face, like, oh, come on in. I've got some cookies. Stay, die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, actually, this one came out of the gate swinging hard. I mean, yeah. the first scene is the dad, like, murdering the mom and then burning his children alive, burning the well, house down. That's the first I, scene. One thing I was going to kind of jump in, talking about the remake real quick, is comparable to when we were talking about the Dawn of the Dead and the Dawn of the Dead remake, where Romero's, you're already in the mix of everything, and there you go. Remake, let's start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The original crazies, you're already kind of, it's already kind of spread and like, in the remake, you're kind of start at the beginning and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So kind of both times, Romero's like, all right, we're into the story, we're into it, it's already spread, we're dealing with it. And the remakes are like, all right, let's start from point A and then go on. And another uh, good comparison is um, between the Dawn of the Dead remake and Romero's is, again, with Romero, the social commentary both remakes, they lose some of that intellectual social commentary and they focus on other things. Yeah. You know, they focus more on the survival aspect, uh, the, the, the horror as the more, the horror aspect of it with obviously added cinematography, newer age stuff, uh, more gore, but it's, it, they're very similar in that respect too. Right. Yeah. Like they, the, the new, the remake is way more hardcore <laughs> than, than Romero's. Holy oh, yeah. shit. God. Well, I think Romero got away with just like hiring a bunch of extras and put them in hazmat suits, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, have, actually... have the work there, just put a blood packet into your fucking like <laughs> hazmat suit, and there you go. Like this one, there's in the remake, they're like, we're going to show some fucking gore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
the other thing, uh, yeah, with that is you've got um, apparently where it was filmed at. A lot of the guys in the white suits were um, uh, high school students from the local high school. That's fucking awesome. That he hired awesome. to, <laughs> yes. to do that. I'm like, oh, that's fucking rad. Hey, mom, can I, uh, I'm not going to be, I'm going to get home a little late because I'm shooting a George Romero fucking movie. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It, it was pretty rad. Whereas, you know, the remake, obviously bigger budget. Of course. I mean, everything is, was, you know, up, you know, yeah. just everything got pushed up. So, you know, being Romero was like either second or third film. He had, again, still limited resources. Man, the cinematography, I will say, on the original one is a bit rough. Like, it's a lot of one-person shots when they talk, and it's, yeah. like, constantly bouncing back and forth, and... Oh, I know how uh, much you hate that. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. Oh, God. Can you give me a pan out with two people talking to each other? Thank you. Fucking Christ. I mean, I get it. Low budget, but still. Yeah. Um, so. I still feel like the, the OG one, at least, it does give you that just, like... Shit is going fucking bonkers. Like there's no safe place. You know that that original has that kind of, kind of same feel. You know, like the zombie outbreak that Romero's covered in multiple movies, where there might not be really an escape. Like it's more containment. Yeah. More containment. Oh well. I mean, if you the one of the big things he kind of up the ante on with this uh, with the remake is, I mean, when they see where everyone got shuttled to, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, they go back to it later on in the movie, and there's a truck full of burned bodies. Yep. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, um, anything else you really want to point out about the OG before we get into the remake? Um, well, I do I do think that uh, it, it really focused on the biochemical, the chemical, the virus a lot more. Like, you know what it is right out of the gate. You know, like, you know... It was a that- government... Like, it was the government. They, I mean, they come in, they start saying Trixie, 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 you know, and uh, I forget what the other name for the movie, Romero's movie is. It's like codenamed Trixie, I think, is what it's called. I think it's Trixie in both movies. No, it, it is, but like you, in the remake, you are you don't find out what it is until they like three quarters in the movie and they, they throw out the road strip to blow the tires on that government vehicle and beat the shit out of them. And the guy's like, it's called Trixie. Yeah. You know, what the <laughs> fuck? We her fucked up. Was, her name was Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we're in the original one. I mean, it's bam, 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 bam. Right? Yeah. Like, you you know exactly what it is. Plane went down. Bunch of, you know, there was no question. In the remake, you really were kept guessing. You were left guessing. Like, they, you see yeah, the you plane didn't know, went down. Well, you didn't know exactly what was going on until yeah. the big reveal when, like, like you're like you saying, everybody fucking shows up. Everybody's like, we've been here the whole time. Fuck off. Like, yeah. you know, and then yeah. you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there, you know, that that was probably the last thing. I mean, okay, okay is it one of Romero's greatest movies? No. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely not in, in his top, but it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, I, it's got I would some s- moments in it. That's yeah. the best way I could put it, is that it has some kind of fun moments in it. Um. But it's depressing. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's depressing. But it's also like, I mean, no, when when the infected go crazy, there's it's still, especially if you look at the time period, it's still very, very uh, abrasive, very brash, right. very, you know, he did a lot with what he could. Like, he is, I mean, like I said, he's like one of the OG DIY directors, right? Yeah. So it is a great, it is a movie. I will still watch the original, just probably not as much as the remake. Yeah. So. Cause the re all right let's let's just dive into the remake all right yeah let's just go the remake's remake. like all right let's take this scenario and just turn it up a notch let's get these kills looking a little more fucked up and hardcore 
Yeah. So, and I mean, obviously, I remember, and I got sold on this. I, I was planning on checking it anyway, but the trailer, you cut to the scene, and the dude's got the fucking uh, pitchfork mm-hmm. just walking through the hospital ward. Oh, it's so and just that was the stabbing principal. motherfuckers. That was the fucking principal of the school. Just stabbing <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> but so that, good. And I remember the trailer didn't even try to hide it. That's all They showed him with the pitchfork, walking down, looking at a bed, lifting it up. You can kind of figure out the rest of what's going to happen when you watch the movie. Oh, That's yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one does come out swinging. It's just in a different way. Like, you know, there's a ball game. They got a country song playing or whatever. I think it's Man Comes to Town. I think it's Johnny Cash. Is it? Yeah, I think I know. I feel God like damn, there's I, a now I'm gonna Cash definitely have that. to rewatch this. It might not be "Man Comes to Town," but it's Johnny Cash doing someone else's song. Okay. So, um, but this, yeah, so similar thing, right? Uh, but the dude comes onto the baseball field with a gun, and then you know, uh, one reason why I like this movie so much is because of my man Timothy. Yeah, Tim Oliphant, You know, like there's uh, that's that was kind of a selling point for me too. It's it's funny because I didn't even really pay attention to who was starring it. I was just like, I'll check this shit out. I was like, "Oh shit, that motherfucker's in this." All right, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's 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 good at that. I mean, Lawman. I mean, everyone's seen Deadwood, Justified. He's fucking badass. So, oh, I I, I go back even more OG besides Scream Two, but the movie that and it's a very small role of his that I fucking appreciate the shit out of is he was a drug dealer in Go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. That was kind of my. That was more of my introduction to him, and that's very early, early in his career. But ever since then, I've been like, yeah, he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he, he's hilarious, and he's still got the sarcasm and snarkiness in this. But I mean, they kind of give put his character in a dark space right from the beginning. Yeah. Right. Like he had to kill somebody in a. And it's a small town community, right? Like he knew the guy. Like he knew his family. Like you didn't want to shoot him, so you kind of put him in a light in, in a really dark spot. From the beginning, so you got like elephant light <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, you know, but but I can say the one thing is, even if not, if you had watched the original, but his his partner, his friend that you know goes through, you knew at some point either one of two things was gonna happen: motherfucker was gonna turn on him or fucking get infected. And yeah, yeah, it was like one of two things because that's how the oh he's my best friend, we're really tight. All right, let's see how it goes near the end of this fucking movie. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as so, happens. Yep, <laughs> and it's cool how they show him. He got sick slower, you know. Like the other guys were showing, you know, everyone else apparently showed signs sooner. It took him, you know, what about twenty four hours roughly? Yeah, 48, yeah. enough to, to you know risk his cell, risk his life over and over again for his friend. And then... no, it had to be it had to be roughly almost for i'm trying they, they don't yeah in the time frame they don't give you a lot of because you know how long it kind of happens fast though from that yeah from that baseball game to containment it's it's pretty fast it is it is but i mean some of the scenes they set up are all like the car wash scene was fucking rad yeah with those like and uh the truck stop scene towards the end had some really cool had some really cool shots how he's like storing the bodies in the fucking freezer like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's cool because these it's even some of the stuff that wasn't kills, like that fucking chick just riding around on her bike, just being creepy as fuck. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? <laughs> like that yeah. right there. You're like, all right, uh, something's wrong with this bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> I'm just saying, you're walking out to an empty fucking street, and there's some lady and her. I don't know how old she was, but you know, singing like she's a little girl on a bicycle. You're like. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? 
Yeah. And there's like really good jump scares. Like when they go back to the house, they go upstairs and like the wife's in there. And then all of a sudden there's the wife of the first dude who got, who got infected that he killed just in the corner. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Bitch, how'd you (laughs) get in here? I fucking remember that shit. I was like, what the fuck? It was so fucking creepy. Remember he, he got stabbed in the hand and then pulled his hand out because it was, it was stabbed to the floor, pulled that out. And then stabbed her in the throat with a knife oh. in his hand. Oh, it was fucking rad, dude. So good. So good. So, yeah. I, this, you know what? Everything up till now was clear cut. I either was like, fucking fuck that movie or fuck yeah, that movie. Uh, this one, I mean, I, I'll let you go first if you want. I mean. Oh, I, that's fine. Um, so, actually, I love both movies. I think this was a killer remake. And I actually rewatched this more than the original. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to lean to that. I don't know if I'm overly impressed. Again, I, I'll admit I've watched the original and this one once each, you know? Yeah. So most of the ones we've done, I've watched both the original and the remake multiple times. But this one I enjoyed. I think I would put this one as killer compared to the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has didn't have a real strong lasting impression on me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it, it might have been the time when I watched it or, you know, I think the first time I saw it was back in the Netflix days where they sent you two three, two or three DVDs at a time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it came out in 2010, yeah. so. But, I mean, just the way they changed it, because I'd already seen the Romero version, but, like, instead of being the government coming in and Trixie, it's like the drone satellite watching them all and, you know, and, and mapping out the area. So yeah. it's, a, it's a larger scare because it's definitely more natural. He's like big brother watching kind of thing. And even when they, you know, and they actually destroyed the town in this one, which I like, the giant explosion, they barely escaped. And then they think they're on the road to safety to the city. And then, oh, no, wait a minute. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. We're going to try killing you again. Hold on. You're now contaminating an entire city, so get ready. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of like the, the, uh, how they, how they did a good job evolving that, you know. Like I said, I think I'd put the remake, I'd put it as a killer. It's just, of a killer of the ones we've done so far, I'd put it more middle ground than like that reaction I had when I saw the Evil Dead remake, or reaction yeah. I had when I saw the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, like, oh no, it wasn't I that kind it. of reaction. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, fuck yeah, that was great. I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I get it. I get it. And like, um, yeah, I don't know why. It just, it just, I really dug it when I first saw it. I mean, yeah. it just. Really stuck with me. It's something that I can rewatch. I think the the story moves along just enough with the remake. Um, it's not as jagged as I feel the original one was, um, as far as that goes. And you know, the acting was <laughs> the original <laughs> one. <laughs> but again, it is what it is, right? Like I said, DIY. They most of them weren't real actors. I think he had like two somewhat big name actors. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now I will say, you know, we're delving into some research, and we've got a. Uh, virus one that's going to be episodes coming up so mm-hmm. looking over that this is a stronger of the virus movies oh yeah you go into that that kind of scenario definitely so, so yeah i get what you're saying you, you it's kind of a killer for you but you give it also a kill. just a kill, kill. <laughs> a kill. just a kill yeah <laughs> not a killer so uh for every, anyone who hasn't seen either of these right now they are both on prime um, and I, the, the 1973 version is the Arrow video remaster that came out like three, two or three years ago. So it's an updated, rest, restored version. So yeah, definitely, if you haven't seen them... Definitely check both of them out. Check both of them out. Yeah. 
and they're both good to watch. Like I said, me personally, I just like the newer one has more replay value for me. So before we head out on this, I do want to just say I hope everyone's doing all right. Uh, if you if you can, you know, a lot of bus- a lot of local businesses are struggling. I know I got a lot. We got, you know a lot of people that are out of work that were in the industry. A lot of local businesses, at least in Virginia, are still doing curbside and you delivery through Grubhub and stuff like that. And the Grubhub is actually leaving stuff at your door, so you don't have to interact with them. It's really cool. And you know, if you even if you do it once, you know, maybe twice during the week, you're not spending too much. Just help out if you can swing it. It's just helping them try to stay afloat. Because I'll tell you, man, so if this goes, you know, too much longer, I mean, we're not going to have. A local business. Uh, <laughs> I mean, think about it. You yeah, know? I mean, the other suggestion I have is is places that you can buy gift cards, even if it's online, just to show that support, just helping people out till we get out of this. You know, yeah. it's it's a long road, man. But I, I know if we all sit together, we're gonna be able to make it through this. And like, oh yeah, I don't want to lose. You know, there's so many strong local Richmond businesses, bars, shops, tattoo places. You know, I just want to make sure we're all around after this is over. You know, we're all businesses are back up and things go back to normal. And one of the ways to do that is just help support those businesses right now. You might not be able to do it as much as you normally would because, you know, I know everyone's kind of struggling, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, a little bit goes a long way now, especially now. So, yes. All right. Until next time, everyone stay safe.